0: My name is Kevin Henry, the co-founder. So glad that you've joined us today for this uh, podcast. I always love to bring in... uh experts from the industry to talk about things that are important to dental assistants and today is no different. Uh, speaking with my friend Susan Cotton who's right here at uh, my home in northern Colorado. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you Kevin? I
0: am great. I'm so glad uh, Colorado has such a great little dental enclave here and I'm, I'm so glad you and I could just hang out today.
1: I know it's great. Yeah we do have a little dental enclave here, don't we? It's nice. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So would you just mind introducing yourself real quick to our listeners?
1: Sure. I'm, as Kevin said, Susan Cotton. I am a dental hygienist, 25 years, graduated from University of Colorado, School of Dental Medicine, (laughs) Dental Hygiene Program, and Colorado native here. I, um, gosh, I worked in private practice for most of my career the last two-and-a-half years. Mm -hmm. I was in public health, working with the homeless. Wow. Yeah, that was, um, that was, touches your heart. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and about a a year-and-a-half ago, I started my business, Oral Cancer Consulting.
0: Yeah, and you know, you and I first connected, uh, and that's one of the things that I was so fascinated with, is You know, this is what you do, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're going into dental practices and telling them how they need to incorporate oral cancer screenings into what they do every day. Is that right?
1: Right. Yeah. We talk about um, best practices of the oral cancer screening and getting those updated into their dental practice and how the oral cancer screening has changed and what we need to do now especially because of HPV, the human papillomavirus, and I developed the cotton method of screening which is not just the hands-on, the visual, and um, tactile screening, but it incorporates the entire office. Okay. And one part of that, very important part of that, includes the role of the dental assistant.
0: Well, let's talk about that because I know a lot of assistants who talk to me Either they're confused how the oral cancer screenings are done in their practice or it's not done at all. Right. Uh, So let's talk about some of the things that you're seeing in regards to how assistants play a big role in the oral cancer
1: screening. Sure. So with the dental assistant, we know how much they are in the mouth. Mm -hmm. They are in the mouth a lot. So it's important that they know about abnormalities and not that they'll... Well, in some states, I guess in Oregon, they do do the hands-on. Yeah, in some um, states, you're right. They do do the hands-on screening, but they need to know about abnormalities also intraorally and extraorally. And if they notice something, if it's not right, it's wrong to speak up, to alert the dentist or the hygienist mm-hmm. to that so it can be looked at. Yeah. But also the dental assistant, you know, in the practice I was at, for 17 years here in Louisville, our dental assistants had a huge role. Mm-hmm. They bring the patient back and they do that intake before the dentist comes in. They yeah. review medical history and that's huge now. With That's really where our oral cancer screening starts yeah. is with that health history and that intake. So asking Difficulty swallowing, change in voice, Mm -hmm. hoarseness, any persistent pain. All of these pertinent questions that we need to ask now in regard to the oral cancer. You
0: know, and and one of the things that drives me crazy is, is whenever assistants come up and they talk about that health history form. And they so often, it's just kind of breezed past. It's like, oh, no changes, you mm-hmm. know. And it's it's almost like we've got so much to do in that appointment. We breeze past that. But yet, that's the first step so often in, in finding these oral cancers.
1: It is, especially with HPV. It's not always um, what we see. Mm-hmm. In my oral cancer course, I call it the head and neck oral cancer screening. It's more than what catches the eye. Mm-hmm. Because it's really paying attention to these... What can appear to be benign signs and symptoms like a persistent cough okay i mean who really a few years ago who, sure. who would have thought that that would be something we need to pay attention to um hoarseness change in voice so it's in my eyes it's so important that the dental assistant be educated to the same level that the hygienist is okay About this, so they, when they're doing their their job, which is so important, that they know these things, and they can then alert that to the dentist when the dentist comes in.
0: So how do they get that education? What's a good first step for somebody listening to this, and they're passionate about it like I know you are and so many people are. What's that first step toward getting some education that they need?
1: Well, the first step is... You and I are going to do a webinar. We are, yep. And it will be the same information that I present to the dentist and the hygienist. We're going to have that available to the dental assistants so they can get that same knowledge and education.
0: We are, we're excited about doing that. It's going to be in, in early July. We'll have that available on igniteda.net. That's igniteda.net. It'll be completely free of charge for you to watch for you to understand. Uh, We're also going to be sharing that through the Dental Assisting Digest newsletter to reach more dental assistants because, you know, as you and I talked last time we got together, you know, we, we, it seems like April, we focus on oral cancer and there's so much that's done, but this is something that ought to be done 12 months out of the year, not just one month.
1: Exactly, exactly. And it's on the rise. Yeah. Just, it's continually on the rise and it's due mainly to the human papillomavirus, HPV 16. But we also, there's some recent research out that shows that young women, and when they say young, it's under 40, they're seeing an increase in oral cancer Hmm. in that group. And that's not tobacco, alcohol, or HPV related. They don't know why this group is increasing. Hmm.
0: And, and let's be honest, this this can lead to some uncomfortable conversations. HPV, even the word cancer, sometimes mm-hmm. people don't want to talk about it. Right. How do you get past those hurdles?
1: So the phrase that I love to use mm-hmm. is what we know now. Okay. This is what we know now, is that this cancer has changed. There are new faces, and it's something that we need To make our patients aware of and just start with hey, you know, what we know now is this, this cancer's on the rise. Yeah. Yeah, not a great conversation or fun one that we like to have, but because we care about you, our patients, we want you to be informed and we want to screen you as thoroughly as possible. That's great. But, you know, Kevin, it's not just for our patients, it's for us. Yeah. The dental offices I've gone into, and uh, I give them my CE course, and then we do the hands-on portion. So many times, the people in attendance will come up and say, thank you for sharing this. I'm going to go home, and I'm going to talk to my teenage son or my teenage daughter. Or this is great information for me because at my pap smear, I was diagnosed with... HPV 16. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's for our patients, number one, because we want to serve them, but it's for us. We are, you know, 53,000 people this year will be diagnosed with oral or oral pharyngeal cancer. Wow. Because we're in the dental community, we're not excluded from that.
0: No, and, and I think we've got to remember that, yes, it may be a little bit of an uncomfortable conversation, and yes, we have ways to get past that, but it's still our responsibility if we're truly going to be considered as oral health care providers and part of this great medical world that we have, it's important that this happens.
1: Exactly, yeah. It's, you know, the medical-dental integration is is huge, yep. and we are healthcare care providers, and it is a conversation that we do need to have and get comfortable with it. and And I can help offices do that. Um, Just give them some some talking points. And one great place to start is to put it on your website. Okay. That's where most people find us. Okay. Is via our websites now. And they look through there and they get a lot of information. And I've been looking at different dental websites and they'll have oral cancer screening but that or that's all that they have is that they do the oral cancer screening Mm -hmm. but nothing more about it so that's a great place to put it if you really are uncomfortable with it start with your website and then have some brochures in your office to hand out
0: you know and and I'm a big believer that the assistant can affect change in the practice. And if you're in a practice right now that isn't doing oral cancer screening because A, you're scared you might find something, or B, you don't feel like there's enough time, or you don't know how to bill it, or whatever it might be, how can the assistant say this is important? I mean, obviously it is, but are there some talking points that, that he or she could have to bring this up with the dentist and see if this is something that could be incorporated?
1: Sure. That's a great question. And one thing I like to tell them is, you know, just sit down and have a conversation or if it's at maybe, um, the team meeting, Mm -hmm. that monthly team meeting. And you can start with, I feel concerned, do the I feel, uh-huh. I think, there you go. I want, yeah. I feel concerned, and I think it's because we're not doing oral cancer screenings.
0: Okay.
1: Or I think it's because I've learned this and I see that this could help our practice. Yeah. So just, you know, it's not, well, you're not, and, you know, don't go with the blame, but I feel concerned and it's because this is what i've learned mm-hmm. and this is how this changing this could benefit our practice and our patients
0: and you know so many of you assistants will tell me and tell others that you got into this business because you wanted to help people you wanted to take care of your patients i mean what we're talking about today is a prime example of taking care of these patients and look our world has changed mm-hmm. you know uh, and if you've been in this for 5, 10, 15 years, it's a different type of patient and scenarios that they may be going through right now than they were a few years ago.
1: Exactly. The face of oral cancer has changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it used to be older males who smoked and high alcohol consumption. Yep. Yeah. But now it's the youngest person I know is six years old. Oh, wow. Was diagnosed with squamous cell carcinoma on the hard palate. Wow. Yeah, so it's everybody's at risk, you know, especially now with the HPV virus. Um, you know, I, I have a friend, Caitlin, she was 19 years old freshman year in high school. She was diagnosed with squamous cell carcinoma on the lateral border of her tongue, and it was dismissed for. Wow. Several months because she wasn't considered high risk. Wow. And then she was diagnosed with stage three squamous cell carcinoma.
0: Yeah, you you know it it, it may sound cliche or, or corny or whatever it might be, but you truly have a chance to save a life here. Yes. You truly have a chance to impact a life and adding in a few extra minutes into the appointment. Or maybe even getting past that uncomfortable conversation. My goodness, that's worth that.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. Save a life. Not just, we, like, we love to save teeth. Yeah. I want to save a life.
0: Too. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Susan, tell them how they can get a hold of you or learn more information.
1: They can get a hold of me at oralcancerconsulting at oralcancerconsultinggmail.com. That's my email. I have my website, oralcancerconsulting.com. so either one of those yeah I would love to hear from you and you know I could not do the job of a dental assistant I I worked with some amazing dental assistants and I saw what they did and what they do Um, I could not be that amazing dental assistant and I truly truly believe they have a role Oh. in the oral cancer screening process.
0: Absolutely. You know, one thing that if, if you hear nothing that we ever say at Ignite DA and, and these amazing consultants we bring in to, to talk to, it's that you matter. You make a difference. And you can make an impact in not only the lives of your patients, but also the bottom line of your practice and how your practice can be better at what it does every day so
1: absolutely
0: so thank you for coming by i appreciate it
1: well thanks for having me Kevin. absolutely it's been great
0: and thanks to all of you who listened today we appreciate this look we know that we tackle some real world subjects sometimes and we know that we want you to follow up with susan with our other experts to talk about how you can really make this happen in your practice. You know, we believe it's important, but more than anything, we believe in your power to affect change. So don't be afraid and don't say, I'm just an assistant.
1: exactly
0: yeah so thanks to all of you who listen make sure you're subscribed to us whether it's on itunes or google play or stitcher Uh, make sure that you're subscribed you know if you like what you're hearing give us some love give us some stars Uh, we always need that because we want more and more assistants to know about this resource so until next time together we rise go make a change in the lives of your patients and the way that your practice operates